chapter twenty of twenty minutes late by pansy this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter twenty great questions settled for a wonder the doctor was in and at leisure he recognized miss perkins's name at once and himself opened the door and called to joseph that he might take him in a few minutes to her house turning to caroline he asked do you know anything about her caroline your face looks as though some friend of yours had had an accident then very briefly caroline told the doll story and explained how often daisy had wondered about miss perkins she has no one to care for but this poor nephew of hers the doctor explained but he has given her more trouble than if she had half a dozen children of the ordinary kind dory is inclined to live on the street altogether too much for his good would you like to go down there with me and see the doll-maker and her nephew you might possibly make yourself useful startled as she was at the thought of a ride with dr forsyth alone and a call upon strangers she yet could not resist the temptation what a thing it would be to tell daisy that she had seen the doll-maker herself and perhaps there would be dolls scattered around in different stages of development waiting to be described on the whole caroline decided that it would be a wonderful ending to a wonderful day did you enjoy your visit with your friends was the first question dr forsyth asked as the carriage rolled away oh yes said caroline eagerly dr forsyth i thank you so much it was such a wonderful chance to show fanny kedwin all sorts of things that she wouldn't have had a chance to see and then besides and she came to one of her full pauses yes said the doctor encouragingly and then besides she turned toward him with a bright little laugh and a flush on her face i don't know quite how to put the besides i don't know whether it was nice in me or not to feel a little glad that they should see what a pretty room i had and how sweet dorothy is and how good everybody is to me there is nothing especially wicked about that said the doctor with a grave smile provided you let it stop at just the right point if you were glad because you thought they would be relieved and would have a pleasant story to tell your mother and it would cheer her heart and because it would help them to get a little better view of life than they had had that is one thing but suppose you had been glad because you knew they would be discontented because their uncle's house didn't happen to be situated quite so pleasantly as they thought yours was or because their uncle's horses didn't go as fast as ours do that you could see would be quite another matter caroline's flush deepened and she answered only with respectful silence truth to tell she was only too conscious that there was at least a little bit of this feeling lurking in her heart not so much for fanny as for rufus kedwin he had been such a hopeless boaster and had said such disagreeable things about her to ben she could hardly help a little feeling of triumph over him the doctor's next question startled her so that she nearly tumbled from her seat are your young friends christians oh no sir she answered i don't believe they think much about such things their mother isn't a christian dr forsyth they don't go to church any of them much their mother keeps boarders and she has to work very hard 
and fanny and rufus don't like to go to church they go to sunday school but they don't attend church except when they can't help it but that doesn't surprise me very much i didn't used to like to go when i was at home our minister is well i don't know what he is dr forsythe he is just as different from your minister as anything can be going to church ought not to be a matter of liking or not liking the minister you know said dr forsythe with his kind smile we are supposed to go to church to worship god but i grant you that most people think too much of the minister part as to whether he is agreeable or not i mean but my question reminds me of a more important one which i have been intending to ask you for some time how is it with caroline bryant is she a christian silence for what seemed to caroline a long embarrassing time then she said speaking low i don't know dr forsythe i know i was not when i was at home mother and daisy and ben are and i know it used to almost provoke me sometimes that ben thought so much about these things he didn't seem to belong to me so much you know but since i have come here and have heard little dorothy read in the bible and heard her pray and heard you pray dr forsythe i feel very differently but i don't feel at all sure that i am a christian i want to be i think i try to be but i am not even quite sure what it is to be a christian it is a very simple matter said dr forsythe and one that can be decided in a few minutes you may not be a christian now but if you honestly want to be there is no reason in the world why you should not become one before you leave this carriage to-night caroline looked her surprise i thought christians had to be very different from other people a christian said the doctor is one who takes the lord jesus christ for his pattern and tries to think and speak and act as he would have him now you can see that it rests with you to decide whether you desire to do this and intend to do it sometimes people have a passing wish to become christians but it is not strong enough to stay with them and rule their lives they do not come to a positive decision they think and hope and say perhaps to-day and to-morrow forget all about it and the next day think a little again but fail to bring themselves to that one point where the soul says with all the power that is in it i will just as soon as you reach that point my dear caroline you become a christian but caroline still looked bewildered do not people have to have their hearts changed she asked timidly indeed they do but that is the lord's part we have nothing to do with it what he has given to us is to decide let me see if i cannot make it plain by illustration you know when i asked you to come and stay with us at our house and care for dorothy and be a helper to us all you thought about it a great deal and was doubtful one hour you felt as if you would come and the next hour as if you would not for anything and i meantime did not know what your decision was could not plan for you in any way but there came a moment when the thing was settled when you said to me i will come dr forsythe and do the best i can do you not see that there was one moment when the question was unsettled and the next when it was settled so far as you were concerned and for that matter so far as i was concerned for the moment i received your answer i knew how to arrange 
the illustration is faulty for our father in heaven knows what our decision will be nevertheless from our side it is plain enough he has seen fit to give this part of the matter to us we must come to a conclusion we must decide and once for all that as for us we are resolved to take jesus christ for our pattern and serve him as well as we can the question is is caroline bryant resolved to do this does she mean to decide it to-night silence for a minute then caroline's voice low but firm i want to dr forsyth he turned his kind gray eyes upon her and smiled the question is will you he said are you so sure you want to that you are willing to bow your head now and hear and say jesus christ i have decided to take thee for my pattern to try to serve thee in all that i say or do or think wilt thou take me from this moment and make me thine own i do not mean of course that you must use just those words but that is the thought which you will express are you willing to do this it required a struggle to answer caroline felt that she was willing to say the words but to say them before dr forsyth was another matter she hesitated and looked up at him almost pitifully with eyes full of tears but he had no further word to speak and simply waited suddenly she came to a fixed resolve she wanted to be a christian she meant to be one if this was the way she would do it what if she did blunder and stammer and get the words all mixed up dr forsyth would not care and surely jesus christ would not if she really meant them with all her heart down went her head into her hands and a tremulous yet very distinct voice murmured jesus christ i want to be thine own i want to serve thee i want to speak and act and think just what thou wouldst have me and if thou wilt take me i will begin to serve thee now instantly dr forsyth's voice took up the story lord jesus thou hast heard the words of this thy young servant take her from this moment for thine own forever and help her in all ways to honor the saviour to whom she belongs this thou hast promised and this we believe thou wilt perform amen just as the last word was spoken the carriage drew up before a little house and the doctor springing out gave his hand to caroline she followed him up the steps and while he waited for his ring to be answered wiped the tears from her eyes dory's case was soon disposed of it is a broken leg without any doubt said dr forsyth cheerily but we will have him comfortable in a few days and in a few weeks as well as ever and in the meantime he will be out of mischief this last spoken in lower tones to the long-suffering aunt miss perkins yes she said with a little quivering attempt at a smile i thought of that if he gets along all nice and right it will be a good thing for him maybe it might teach him a lesson you know he was where he hadn't ought to have been or it wouldn't have happened dory don't mean to do wrong doctor it is just kind of mischief he is so brimful of mischief that's what is the matter it will do him good to rest from it a little while said the doctor drawing on his gloves and in the meantime the young people will have to look after him a little 
my friend caroline here will come and cheer him up i fancy once in a while eh caroline i shall be very glad to sir said caroline if i can she had held the lamp for which the doctor called the gas not being in the right place to throw light where it was needed and had watched with bated breath the swift skilful fingers as they cared for the injured limb and had felt very sorry for the pale-faced boy caroline liked boys was used to boys had not ben and she been companions always she thought of several things she might do to cheer dory so the smile was free and glad with which she answered the doctor's question bless your heart said miss perkins patting her lovingly on the shoulder it would be worth a fortune to my dory if some nice young folks like you would take a little notice of him he is that fond of company that he doesn't know what to do with himself it isn't any wonder that he loves to be in the streets when he ought to be at home you see there's nobody but me to keep him company if you will come and see him once in a while i'll never forget it of you never christmas morning was as bright as though it had been a may day instead of december with the first gray streaks of dawn caroline awakened and lay still in very gladness to think over it all it would not do to be lonely or sad to-day even though she was far away from home this was to be a rare christmas day to be remembered in all her after years the first time she could think of herself as certainly a christian the days in which she had been indifferent to this matter were past the days in which she had been troubled in her conscience about the subject and angry with herself and angry with others were past the days in which she said with timid voice i hope i think were past since the evening when she took that never-to-be-forgotten ride with dr forsythe and bowed her head in the carriage and gave herself away to jesus there had been in her heart a glad solemn feeling that she belonged to him i am a servant of jesus christ she said the words often to herself almost startled at first but rejoicing in them she said the words again this christmas morning aloud steadily with a glad ring in her voice how glad mother would be and daisy and ben she had written to them the story she knew it would make their christmas bright then there were other lovely experiences connected with this day such a wonderful box as she had sent addressed to her mother or rather boxes for there were several of them in the first place the great pictorial unabridged dictionary which had long been the desire of ben's heart had actually gone to him by express a letter of his which in an unguarded moment she had given dorothy to read had made mention of this desire in such a comical way that dorothy had questioned and cross-questioned and by degrees had gotten the whole story then a few days before christmas she had announced her determination i am going to send a christmas present to ben i like him very much and am most sure that he would like me and i like the dictionary too it is so interesting to find new words in it i'm going to send him the pictorial edition with red lettered edges and all papa said i might if i wanted to and i want to ever so much you needn't say a word caroline i am just pleased to do it 
that's the reason i am doing it won't it be fun so the dictionary had gone with the other things the other things grew and grew in a wonderful manner there had been a white wool dress for daisy as like dorothy's as possible even to the soft creamy satin ribbon around the waist that too had to do with dorothy it had been caroline's ambition to make daisy a new dress taking every stitch in it herself to this end she had taken her mother into the secret and secured patterns and measurements and careful directions to be sure the dress was to be only a neat pretty calico suitable for spring the great charm of it was to be caroline's own work on it and new dresses were not so common to daisy bryant that a pretty calico had by any means lost its charms but plans had grown beyond all of caroline's hopes or expectations it was mrs forsythe who asked her about it one day dorothy having told her what caroline was doing for her little sister it was she who had said wouldn't you like to make daisy a dress like dorothy's there was a very large pattern of white cashmere the last time quite enough to make two dresses and dorothy will not need two alike i should be very glad to have you take it if you will and make little daisy a dress just like hers i think dorothy would like it she has fallen in love with your little sister caroline and the plan which at first so startled caroline had been so lovingly urged and dorothy was so eager over it that it ended in two dresses going instead of one a delicate spring calico white with blue sprigs in it and this soft creamy white wool finished at throat and wrists just like dorothy's own and tied around the waist with a soft white satin sash just as she wore hers caroline could fancy daisy in it and it made her heart beat to think how sweet she would look her own plans for ben had been to get him a new necktie and a pocket handkerchief for ben like all boys of his age liked neckties fresh ones bright ones and as for handkerchiefs he never seemed able to find one when he wanted it this too became known in the household and dr forsythe took it up neckties he said that is a good idea i always used to be bothered about those two things when i was a boy see here let us give ben a necktie and handkerchief surprise mamma and i will each send him one who will join us to caroline's unutterable surprise even the stately grandmother smilingly consented to be one of the number and of course dorothy was delighted with the scheme so instead of one went five beautiful new neckties and five fine handkerchiefs to ben caroline laughed over them as she lay in bed and thought it all out that morning how surprised ben would be and how nice it was that he could have them to go with his new suit for ben had an entire new suit spick and span only a few days before he had written her about it after this fashion if rufus kedwin were at home he would say i was in luck what do you think i have a new gray suit coat vest and pantaloons and they fit me to a t where did i get them thereby hangs a tale last tuesday night i stayed late ever so late at the office 
there was some extra copying to be done which was needed in a hurry so i offered to stay and help i sent a little chap to tell mother so she wouldn't be scared and pitched in it was between eleven and twelve o'clock when i started for home as i turned the corner by peterson's the clothing store you know i saw a bright light i thought to myself that somebody must be sick to be lighted up like that so late but the more i looked the more the light worried me it didn't seem like a lamp it would flare up and then die down i thought perhaps there was a fire in the grate at last i concluded to cross the road and investigate and it was a lucky thing i did there was a fire in the grate which had been covered when the folks went to bed but it had crept around somehow to the woodwork nobody seems to know exactly how and the long and short of it is that the fireboard and everything near it that was burnable was ablaze well i made a rumpus of course rang the bell and knocked and yelled all at once mr peterson and the clerks came flurrying down and we had a great time i didn't get home until two o'clock and mother was beginning to be frightened as good fortune would have it mr peterson was pleased to think that i had saved his house and between you and me i guess i did for there was nobody stirring anywhere around and they said the building would have been in a blaze in a very few minutes more well ma'am what did mr peterson do but send for me the next morning invite me into the back room and fit me out to as nice a suit as ever a fellow had in his life overcoat and all did you ever hear the like of that i don't suppose he knew how much i needed it or rather how much mother needed it i got along with the old clothes better than she did i verily believe of course i was glad enough to get them but mother was so glad line that she cried and then line had cried over this letter and laughed over it too and laughed again this morning to think how pleased ben would be with the neckties and handkerchiefs to go with his new suit and the dictionary she said aloud oh that dictionary won't it be just too splendid for anything End of chapter twenty